Kids K Productions Unplugged, a podcast by the kids for the kids. This podcast's intention is to connect and share with honesty. Please be mindful that content may unintentionally trigger psychological symptoms. If this podcast begins to upset you, then we invite you to stop listening and seek support. If you do not have support, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Keep on pushing through Cause I get up And I may fall right back down But you love lifts me back to solid ground Hi, welcome back to Kidscape Unplugged. I'm Sadie Ward, and today I'm going to be talking to Bryce Sanders. Hello. And um, Bryce, you're older, so this is going to yes. be a new perspective. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about relationships mm-hmm. and kind of more like relationships after you're out of high school, because everyone seems so consumed in what's happening now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so how have your high school relationships, like, did they last long? Were they all just, like, you know, the one-week kind of things? Um, no, not really. I was pretty, uh, well, personally, I was I was pretty scarce on the dating scene until about senior year. Um, and then I had one girlfriend that lasted until freshman year of college. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of saw how everyone in high school was so consumed with each other and dating and didn't really want to be a part of that noise. I Definitely. Didn't, didn't see the the purpose behind that. Um, I mean, there definitely is, there's, there's good things and bad things to dating in high school, just like anything. Um, but for me personally, I just didn't feel like the right time until senior year hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I definitely stayed away from all the dating and then suddenly in sophomore year people started noticing me which I guess was like really weird um it's around the time that tends to happen yeah yeah um so then I I kind of started dating now um and how did your relationships like emotionally affect you in high school and college oh terribly I mean like like any high schooler going through you know not only your your academics, but then navigating those, you know, social waters. Um, I mean, from girls that you have a crush on, from girls who have a crush on with you, from going to prom and other dances and all the drama that happens with that. Um, it's, it's a fairly complex situation to, to get through. Um, but uh, overall, I tried. I really tried to just kind of push it away. Yeah. <laughs> overall, um, just because, I again, I was seeing how it was affecting my friends, and I saw how it affected me with with certain. Uh, for for me personally, I had a lot of uh, manipulations happen, and that's not good uh, mm-hmm. for for any relationships, uh, friends or otherwise. So. It kind of made me a shut-in going into college, um, so it, I, it definitely affected me negatively with um, having any sort of romantic pursuits in middle school and high school. 
so. Yeah, um, a lot, like, I have, constantly have girls coming up to me and being like, oh, this girl has a crush on your boyfriend. No, this other girl has a crush on your boyfriend. And mm-hmm. I just kind of look at them and I'm like, I really don't have time to care about this. It's amazing <laughs> what people will think about and consume their life with when they have nothing else going on. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so what do you think would be a good age to, like, start dating? Um, I think it all depends on... How your home life is, one. Uh, Two, what you personally want as well. Like if you're starting to notice people and and if there's a person that really makes you feel at home and empowers you and really cares about you, not just for, you know, cuddling and those physical things that are uh, in a relationship, but like where your future is going and all that, it can be as early as, you know, I would say 16 you can start hanging out with that person more one-on-one, uh, even 15. Um, but I would, I would generally say for, for the masses out there, I wouldn't start dating until you're like 18, 19. Cause yeah, really, I don't know how much of a point it would be. Um, most of the people who I know growing up, uh, did not stay in their relationships past senior year. A lot of them, you know, move away, go to college. Some of them stay together, you know, but that was very, very few that did that. So, uh, especially when you're going into, you know, adulthood, when you hit 18 and 19, you have a little bit of a better grasp on yourself. Um, You're going to college or going into, you know, the job place and you're able to take the relationship more um, seriously than you would, you know, just being in high school. Definitely. Um, I know when I went right into middle school, it was every single person was consumed with being in a relationship. And I think it was more like the introduction of now both boys and girls are in puberty. Mm-hmm. And um, but I mean, all of middle school was everyone was consumed and having a relationship. And I kind of looked at it like we are 12 and 13. How much does this really matter? Well, yeah, I mean, and that goes into adult life, too. Because a lot of times, I mean, we, we, we see this in movies and media and, and Christmas cards and Valentine's Day cards, everything. People are constantly trying to find their own personal significance in other people. Yeah. And that is extremely unhealthy. you got to find your own seg- significance in who you are before you find it in someone else. Uh, and, and if you're trying to gain that significance from someone else, that, that, um, value of who you are from how someone else perceives you. One, that's probably going to crush the other person eventually under that pressure. And two, you're never really going to be able to know who you truly are because you're just consumed with how that other person is seeing you. And people are fickle. I mean, relationships are rough. Even, even when you're married for 30 years, you know, you, you go through, um, hard times, good times, the fire is going strong. And then sometimes the fire is just simmering coals and it's okay to be in those places. But if you're not, if you're not able to understand your own value and know who you are, then those relationships crumble and then divorce happens or abuse happens, even, you know, even beyond, uh, breaking up, breaking up, it's, it's the abuse that can happen. Cause then you're just, you're both projecting your hurt onto each other. So 
I think if there's one key piece of advice that I could give with dating, it's to understand yourself and understand and truly be able to give yourself significance in who you are personally before you let anyone else give that sort of thing to you. Because it will happen. You know, you, you do become stronger in relationships. Um, and that's, that's kind of the, the point of being together with someone. Um, but again, if you, if you don't have that self-assuredness going in, you're kind of signing up for a big, bigger batch of trouble than you may even realize. And, and then the other person may even realize as well. And there's nothing wrong with being honest with that either. You can totally, if, if they're the right person, totally understand. And they'll probably agree. Like, Hey, I need my space. Okay, cool. Back off. Or, hey, I need to spend more time with you. Even if you don't technically really feel like uh, spending more time with that person, if they're the right person and if, you, if you're confident in yourselves without them, then you can do those things. You can perform those actions of love without technically feeling any of the feelings of love. And then the feelings follow. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know I was talking to Christiana with, I don't know, like, um last year and um it was more of like the dating scene became an option for me and I could actually start dating and um I chose not to because I was like I am really struggling with who I am my mental health and mm. I don't feel like if like I feel like if I go into this relationship then I'm going to rely on the other person so much and I want to be able to rely on myself for my own needs before I do that yeah that's amazing and that is also the best thing you could ever do for a future relationship, for that other person, for your future spouse, is to be able to take that time for yourself. It's an awesome gift that you're giving to your to your future person, right? So that's, yeah, that's awesome. I definitely think um, improv really helped me, um, especially last year when I started getting back into it a lot more mm -hmm. um, because I definitely became... Um, better with myself and being confident with who I am. Yeah. And I don't think that I would have felt that way if I hadn't gone back into it. Yeah. Um, having confidence in, again, in yourself is huge uh, in dating and improv definitely helps you uh, gain confidence in, in yourself because you, you can take that confidence anywhere and especially into, into dating, um, into figuring out who this other person is, you know, um, and, and being more comfortable in showing who you really are. Because a, a lot of people, I mean, you're in high school right now. People wear masks all the time. They yes. don't feel like they can be themselves because they feel like if they show themselves, people will run away. And that's not really true. Because if everyone's like that, then there shouldn't really be a problem being vulnerable. And yet society teaches us that, you know, you can't really be that vulnerable with with people and these things you need to hide away and everything's fine everything's perfect you know oh i'm fine mm, no it's okay to not be okay and uh so uh if i can give another piece of advice with with dating is be okay with being vulnerable and open with the other person and expressing problems that you're having um, not in an aggressive way or anything, just, Hey, I have these issues going on right now. 
I have this problem that I am dealing with right now. I want to be upfront with you. This is a, this is an issue that's been in my life, right? Um, so for for example, um, one of my my past relationships, uh, the one that I, I had in high school, uh, I had an issue with um, embellishing, right? Back back in high school, uh, just sound cooler, right? So it's like, yeah, this story is technically not a lie, but some of these details definitely sound cooler or more special if I just tweak one or two things. And it didn't seem like lying. It just seemed like storytelling. But the problem is that it was lying because those, those little things changed the story and I wasn't being truthful with the person who I really cared about and should be the most truthful with. And so I had to eventually confront that. She wouldn't have known even if I kept that from her entire life, she wouldn't have known. But I eventually uh, spoke up and was was able to uh, express something that's bad about me to someone and be like, hey, this is a problem of mine. Can you keep me accountable to stop that? Or like, I totally understand if you hate me right now. <laughs> Just being truthful and honest, even with those parts that we find so hideous, right? Because everyone has those things. The only people who I really truly worry about is the people who think they have nothing wrong with them. And yeah. I'm like, ah, bye. <laughs> so dating's, dating's a, I mean, any, any relationship, friendship or otherwise, is like sailing through a storm. There's ups and downs. You know, you never know really what's going to happen or what's what the other person's really going to be like. All you can do is have that confidence in yourself going in the best you can and then being open to the changes that happen in, in relationships. And as you grow older and as, you, as, as your careers change, as um, cities might change, whatever happens. Just having that openness and that uh, willingness to not just feel the feelings of love because everyone's always so obsessed with that, like, ooh, I get to kiss on someone or I get to cuddle with someone or hold their hand. Yeah, okay, those things are nice, right? But beyond that, what does your love say about you and the other person, about the relationship when you do not have those feelings, when you're irritated at that person? Can you still perform those actions of love? Can you still be dedicated to that person? Because if you can do that in a relationship, you're strong. That's a, that's a strong relationship. That can get through moving to a new town. That can, that can get through someone going to abroad for six months, seven months, a year, and uh, come back even stronger after that. So anyway. Well... Thank you so much, Bryce, for being on the podcast today. And um, you guys tune in in the next two weeks to hear our next episode. Thank you for listening. This week's podcast is sponsored by Kidscape Productions. Kidscape Productions offers before, during, and after school workshops, assemblies, out-of-school time camps, and private coaching. Visit kidscapeproductions.com. Their coupon code is KSP Podcast. That's KSP Podcast. All together, no spaces. To save 15% on all of their classes and camps. 
Thank you for listening to Kidscape Unplugged. Like, share, and subscribe. You can always reach out to us at kidscapeproductions.com. Stay tuned for our next podcast in two weeks. Yeah, I get